The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Tuesdays is sort of a special day because we like to get a focus on what's going on in the nation of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines as he does over a Monday night for our report on a Tuesday morning. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with the headline, Israel Prime Minister Bennett quoted the prophet Isaiah on the Jewish return to the Holy Land during his meeting with President Joe Biden. Yeah, last Friday, Bennett met with Biden to discuss a range of issues, including the Iran nuclear threat. In his public remarks in the Oval Office during the summit, Bennett quoted Isaiah 60 verse 40 which reads, lift up your eyes and look about you, all assemble and come to you, your sons come from afar, and your daughters are carried on the hip. Having first read the words in the original Hebrew, the Prime Minister explained what this means is the sons and daughters of the Jewish people are going to come back to our land and are going to nurse our ancient land and rebuild it. And this ancient Jewish prophecy is today's Israel reality, he said. It's a miracle that you've been put off and so central to for so many years. Before taking off to Israel after his diplomatic visit to Washington, Bennett crowned the visit as a successful working visit to Washington. We achieved all the goals we set for the visit and beyond. We agreed with the Americans on joint strategic work to hold the Iranian nuclear race. We've taken a significant step in equipping and building Israeli power. But the next bit, I think, might have come as a threat. Bennett told the president he appreciated his clear words that Iran will never be able to acquire nuclear weapons and that you, sir, emphasize that you will try the diplomatic route. But there are other options if that doesn't work. That sounds like a warning to me. It does. And the military power of Israel... It means they are able to defend themselves and, uh, of course, they've made their own threats in the past that if there isn't some control over those uh, development of nuclear weapons that Israel's not afraid to act. Any personal comment along those lines, Ron? And they're making an alliance deal with the Arab world and uh, the finance for such an attack uh, won't be a problem and uh, various other nations are lining up to take a serious approach to Iran and a bit concerned that America has lost its power in the Middle East. Uh, Big concerns. Uh, Let's come back to the Middle East issues. Israel's Defence Minister Benny Gantz has held a controversial meeting with the Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas in Ramallah. Uh, What's this headline about? Yeah, on Sunday night the pair met in the first high-level face-to-face talks in over a decade. 
statement from Gantt's office said the two discussed issues related to security, diplomacy, economics, and civil affairs. Gantz told Abbas that Israel is ready for a series of measures that would strengthen the Palestinian Authority's economy. The two also discussed shaping the security, civilian, and economic reality in Judea, Samaria, and Gaza, referring to the West Bank by their biblical names. Some in Israel are very concerned the government is negotiating with terrorists, but it may be the meeting took place as a result of the Bennett-Biden chat in Washington. A bit of a focus on Israel news headlines about Afghanistan, and a senior Hamas official has congratulated the Taliban on achieving liberation from the USA. How does this one look? Yeah, we've been telling the world that Hamas is a terror organisation. Now they seem directly affiliated with the Taliban. Deputy Chairman of Hamas, Masu Abu Mazouk, said Hamas congratulated the Taliban on its victory for liberating Afghanistan from the American occupation. He made his remarks in an interview that aired on Russia TV on August 27, 2021. Abu Mazouk shared that Hamas officials have met with Taliban leaders in Doha several times in the past. The senior Hamas official said, we congratulate the Taliban on its victory and liberation of Afghanistan from the Americans, as reported by the Middle East Media Research Institute. The connection between Hamas and Taliban now is obvious. Uh, Ron, let's uh, draw attention to an item that just shows that everything's not quite rosy in the nation of Israel. Tens of thousands of Israeli families face the holiday season without food. What's the latest here? The data from the National Insurance Institute in 2018 showed that 21.2% of the population was living in poverty, including 29.6% of the country's children, about one in three. The last year and a half of the COVID-19 crisis has only exacerbated that challenge. At its peak, more than one million Israelis were unemployed during the pandemic. Today, hundreds of thousands of people remain without work or are underemployed. According to some counts, as many as 155,000 people entered the circle of poverty due to the pandemic. For many of them, Likert Israel, the National Food Bank, is what keeps them going. Likert rescues surplus food from venues such as hotels and corporate cafeterias that would otherwise be discarded and provides it to those in need. This past year, it distributed 18.5 thousand tonnes of fresh fruit and vegetables. And I might mention here that food services to the needy in Israel are also provided by Christian groups, including Bridges for Peace and the International Christian Embassy of Jerusalem. There certainly is some good uh, support and influence that comes from those organisations. Hey, Ron, there's cyber attack type issues also in the news. Dozens of Israeli websites are seeing a hacker message from Dragon Force Malaysia. What's this one about? This is serious. The message said, Greetings, the government of Israel. We are Dragon Force Malaysia, and we're always here to punish you. 
This is the message that greeted users on several Israeli websites on Sunday afternoon after a cyber attack by a pro-Palestinian Malaysian hacker, a group known as Dragon Force. A month ago, the group claimed that they hacked into Academy, a company that serves colleges and universities in Israel, and leaked emails, passwords, first and last names, addresses, even phone numbers of registered students. Cyber attacks have become a new arena for terror activity in recent years. Israel saw a number of cyber hack attempts in 2020 and 2021, with hundreds thwarted behind the scenes. The biggest fear in cyber hacking lies in the abuse of privacy, like the leakage of personal information in the Dragon Force Malaysia hack last June, as well as the worry that foreign forces would be able to hijack systems and take control over national databases and operational systems. And Ron, a final headline to top things off. Usually like to end something with a brighter, lighter note. Uh, An ancient coin will take off to the stars with an Israeli astronaut. Uh, Give us the insight here. Yeah, when the second Israeli goes into space, Aiton Stib heads off to the International Space Station at the end of the year and he'll take a small article meant to bring him luck. A 1,900-year-old Jewish coin recently unearthed in the Judean desert. Stib recently visited the Israel Antiquities Authority Dead Sea Scrolls Laboratory in Jerusalem, where he was shown an ancient scroll fragment from the Book of Enoch, discovered together with other biblical texts in the Judean desert caves. At the end of his visit, Israel Antiquities Director Eli Escocedo presented Stib with an ancient coin for guardianship while on his trip to space. The coin dates to the Second Jewish Revolt against the Romans, known as the Bar Kokhba Revolt, bearing the name of its leader, Simon Bar Kokhba. The coin was recently discovered in a cave in the Judean desert. As part of the Rakia mission to the International Space Station, I will be taking with me a bag filled with items that have special meaning to me. It was clear to me that one of these items will be a symbol of Jewish history, Stib said. I saw the coin minted with the palm tree and vine leaf, and that for me represented the connection to the land, the love of the country, and the desire of the population of Israel in those first years of independence. And we pray the Lord goes with him. And amazing, isn't it, that ancient artefacts find their way onto the space station or into satellites because this idea of connecting the past with the future, a powerful concept of symbolism in all of that too. Hey, Ron, always appreciate you scouring the headlines, bringing us a great update each week. Thanks so much for these headlines today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.